Hello again, everyone. It's your girl, Chantal, and I want to welcome you back to our weekly Who Told You That podcast, where we motivate, celebrate, speak positivity, and accelerate. We just want to get ourselves together. This week promises to be another exciting one because I have a very special guest, and our topic is the Look Good Book. I hope y'all heard that. Our topic is the Look Good Book. If we're sure of one thing as Jamaicans, it's the idea that looking good is a must. And I believe that perceptions have changed over time and more and more people gravitate towards taking care of their physical well-being. We must remember, though, that it's not so much just about looking good externally. It's about how we feel on the inside. And I am a firm believer in equilibrium or balance. So my external should be a reflection of my internal and vice versa. Let me put this another way. I believe that my mental and physical health should align. So I'm working on that because I'm not quite there yet. I could not possibly have this discussion without my friend, superstar coach and TV host extraordinaire. He is the look good boss. It's enough to emphasize this, you know, people. He is the look good boss himself and his aura. It exudes positivity, light, youthful exuberance, and good vibes. The one and only Neville Bell. Listen, Neville has looked, I've known Neville for nine years, and Neville has looked the same to me. He ages, or what, he, he doesn't age, like Pharrell Williams. <laughs> so I invited him to share with us how he manages to maintain this youthful glow. So we can learn a thing or two, because I want to look this good when I'm his age. And I'm sure you guys do too. Hi, Neville. You're such a liar, <laughs> Whoa, I'm Chantal, boy, I'm really happy that you invited me for this, but you're such a liar. <laughs> I don't look good, I don't this or whatever. I can't remember the from foolish so but this is fantastic for me. So thank you very, very much for inviting me. And I'm so happy that you came on the show, Neville. Yeah, man, no problem, man. Anything for you. Thank you, thank you. And you know, Manala, you know this. You know it, you're your friend not telling no lies. Neville, tell our listeners about yourself. Wow. Um, well, first, to be honest, I don't look at myself the way you just described. I don't look at myself as a as looking good. Um, I think everyone knows I'm much, much closer to 70 than I am to 60. <laughs> um, but I grew up in a family that um, was concerned. My mother was concerned about how we looked after ourselves, how we ate. Um, so my mother never used sugar and all kind of things. That rubbish it used to annoy the daylight. Was a bit <laughs> of, I love sweet things. But after a while, you, you realize that she just wanted us to be... Um, our best selves. Right. We never have that phrase back them time. Mm-hmm. Then, but that's what she wanted and she, she looked after us that way. And then I went away, was by myself and I kind of got crazy. And then when I came back home, um, I decided, no, let me see if I can go back um, mm-hmm. to what I should have been doing all along. And all my family, I don't think anyone in my family eats meat. Mm-hmm. My sister is about 80% raw food. I don't deal with raw food. I eat it. They, 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 well, it's a, it's, it's a vegetable pizza. I don't know if you want to say it's raw, but, but 
my entire family. I don't know anyone in the family who eats meat. So I only eat seafood. And um, so sometimes people might want to ask me what I do. And I always tell them it's more what I don't do. Never would have reached there yet, man. <laughs> All right. All right. So anything else you want to tell us about yourself? Um, not really. Um, I, I would like, I don't know. I mean, I try my best at everything I do. Mm. I want to be the greatest person in the world mm. at everything I do. In the world. In the world. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm incredibly serious about that. Wow. So uh, I want to be the greatest broadcaster in the entire world. I want to be the greatest football coach in the entire world. And I work towards that. I love that. I work towards that. So, yeah, I mean, I would love someone to say I'm not so bad in Jamaica, but, and I would feel good, but I want to be the best. Worldwide, in, global. In, yeah, in the whole world. And I work towards it. I don't just sit on myself. Well, I'm good enough. I work towards it. So um, we have a crew call for five o'clock. I'm at work at four every mm. single morning. I've never been late in my life. Never. Uh, listen, are you guys here in the gym? No, so I, I work towards that. You know. So um, I, I I heard a long time ago, and I said back to the kids who I coach this hard work, be talent. If talent don't work hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so whether me have talent or not, never work hard. Yeah. You can have a hard work. You can all tell it, but you won't work for me. Well, Neville. <laughs> wow, Neville. Hugs. Neville, how important is your physical well-being to you? It is everything. It is everything. Um, I'm, well, you said you know me for nine years. Well, I've known me for about <laughs> 60 years. And it's the same way I say. I mean, how I, how I am now. I weigh between 157 and 163. And for my know myself, that's my weight. Mm-hmm. So when I put on weight, mm-hmm. I go about 162. When I lose weight, I go about 158. And I'm always there. I wear the same size, shoes, the same size, everything from probably a teenager. Um, so it is everything. And there was a time I, I said, it was true what I said earlier that um, I like sweet things. But there was a time that I would only eat something that they taste sweet. Now I only eat what I think is good for me. Even if it don't taste that sweet, I would I'd eat what I think is good for me. Well, that's, that's selfish. I'm not no one there for a long time. So I, I still have an addiction for sweet things. How, I mean, I, well, you, you said that your mom, you know, was instrumental in getting you there, but a lot of us have grown out our childhood upbringing. So how you manage it? How you... How do you continue to maintain this kind of lifestyle? The greatest gift you can give to yourself is discipline. And, and I've, said, I've said this in, in another forum, in another forum already, you know. Um, and, and to me, that is probably the most difficult part of life. And self-discipline is, is almost like you give yourself an order mm-hmm. and you have to have the strength to follow through, you know, which I think is the downfall of most of us. You know, so we say we're going to gym five days for the week. And the first two weeks we go five, then we start go four, then we start go three, and then we just say chop. You know, and then you wonder all of a sudden, so we don't feel so good again. We have to start back the gym, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think you give yourself that order mm-hmm. for a specific reason, whatever that reason is, because um, I've never wanted to lose weight. You know what I mean? So um, I, I, I try to like who I am, and I do. And to ensure that I continue to like who I am. Uh, ensure I don't get to wear. And that will like who I am. You know? Makes sense. Yes, I'm very so, practical. Right. So I'm an issue with bread. 
because I've never had a stomach. And I kind of feel so I have a little stomach. So when they talk and somebody say, my brother told me, he said, go ahead and to him and find out says the bread. So I start eating bread for about two weeks. So I start eating crackers. So if somebody said, well, let's see him take my crackers. So I still don't control that one. Um, and I don't fight myself. Like I don't eat dairy. But if I feel like I want some ice cream, I just go buy the ice cream. Yeah. I know my sign has been bugged for a couple of days. Um, but I don't eat dairy. So it's not like, well, I want dairy. You know, but every six months, every seven months, my feel say, I want dairy. Let me just go buy some ice cream. So I don't fight myself, but I figured out what is good for me and what is not good for me. And for the most part, I stay on the what is good for me side. I love that. I love that. You know? So would you say you, because I think that many times, or I don't know if you are like that, I, I doubt it, but many times our circles, our friendships influence a lot of what we do. You don't have that problem. It is probably my greatest gift from God. It is my willpower. I used to smoke cigarettes. I wake up one morning and I'm being very serious. It was about three o'clock. Never even put on my glasses. I never even open my eyes. <laughs> serious. I just feel for the cigarette and I light it. And I had this huge round ashtray beside my bed. Mm-hmm. And when I put out the cigarette, I felt like butts. And when I look in there, and I'm serious, Santa, there were almost like about 25 cigarette butts in the ashtray. Wow. I mean, this was all over a period of time. Yeah. And I remember looking at it, and I said, no, man, this this actually looked nasty. I'm going to say, maybe it's not this. There were four cigarettes in the box. Mm-hmm. And I said, when I done this, I done. December 8th, it's quarter to seven, I smoked my last cigarette. But I tried it before. Yeah. And I wake up midnight because I deliberately, I used to live up the hill and I deliberately never carry on my cigarette because I said, mean, I'll come back long after the hill for cigarette. Well, midnight I wake up and drive half a day to find a friend and buy two cigarettes. So this time when I said I decided I went stop, I said, you know what? I went buy a pack of cigarettes. I don't have to get up at midnight. And, you know? mm-hmm. and about two nights after I woke up and I actually thought I was dying. My entire body was red and I'm scratching and I'm Dear God, what is this? And then all of a sudden it hit me and it, I, I, I said it must have been the nicotine. You know, so it's yeah. a reaction I'm having to not having this nicotine because I was smoking for so long. Right. I took up the pack of cigarettes. I said, no, sir, this don't feel right. Mm-hmm. And I was about to take one out and I just decided, no, I'm not going to smoke no more. And I crossed it up to it and I've never even felt for a cigarette since then. Mm-hmm. I am like that, that if I decide to do something, no, that much easier um, said than done, because um, and you can get help to to stop smoking. So I'm not suggesting to anyone say just stop. It is much easier said than done. But I think that's where I am strong. Um, I, I have a little, little more willpower than probably the average person. I love that, and I hope to get there one day. I really do. <laughs> Neville, I'm enjoying this conversation. Can you tell? No, I'm sitting here with Neville and I'm literally just smiling from ear to ear. Tell them, please, because they probably think I'm lying. <laughs> no, I'm enjoying this, Neville. Because um, even though, you know, Neville and I are friends, we've never really had this kind of conversation. No, we've never. We've never. no. I don't, to be honest, I don't speak about myself a lot. Uh, and I told you this when you asked me that I made a decision because I did a couple of um, recently enough, and I said, I'm not going to do it again. And I'm actually doing this because of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but I mean, there are so many other important things and people out there. I don't know why you know more about me. Lies. Lies you tell. <laughs> Never. All right. Uh, 
do you think, all right, so I wanted to get into the correlation between our physical health and our mental health, because I think you probably have to be mentally strong to have that kind of physical or to be in tip-top shape physically. So is there a correlation between it? Can we just get up and decide that all right, we work at the physical aspect of it and our mental is just not in a good state? Yeah, well, or two of them online. First thing, I'm not physically fit as you make it sound like. <laughs> um, I read this psychologist wrote something years ago already. Um, and she said, uh, we do everything you do, you do for yourself. If you are 200 pounds and you want to get to 150, but you don't really do what you're supposed to do to get to 150, you don't really want to get to 150. You are all right with 200. Because if you weren't all right with 200, you'd have to do something to fix it. And that's how I look at things. You know? So if you think something is bothering you and you don't do anything to fix it, then in my opinion, it really not bother you that much. Because the day when it really hits you, I said, no, man, yeah. we have to fix this one. <laughs> you, you're going to get up and fix it, you know? True. So sometimes, you know, people say, boy, no, listen, on, we just can't find it. No, you don't really want to do it. Yeah. If you really want to do it, if you really think it will bother you. And I, I mean, as I said, I'm an older person. Um, my, my, I've, I've lost my parents. I, I mean, I lose two brothers. I lose a sister. Um, and I sometimes think about those things. And as I said earlier, this is selfish for me because I want to be here. I enjoy my life. Mm-hmm. I want to be around. And if I think that I'm going, um, I don't drink anything with alcohol, um, that has a lot to do with my, my father too. But, you know, and I do have no problem with who I drink and who I smoke. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not here telling people don't do this and do that. Do what makes you happy. Uh, uh, do what makes you happy, I should say. But I just want to be around for as long as I can be so I can spend more time with my kids and my grandkids mm-hmm. and stuff. And I do what I think will help me to be around. But I'm not perfect because I said sometimes I just go eat some ice cream. You mm-hmm. know, um, I have this friend. I don't eat meat at all, but I have this friend. Every time she's around me and she's eating chicken, she give me a piece, and I take it. <laughs> See, I mean, when I say I'm literally a piece, she goes, and I just take it and eat it, and I'm fine. I mean, I'm not so far it don't kill me, you know. So, so I'm not this perfect person that you have to do this or this is going to happen to you. But I try my best to do what I think is right for me so that I can be around for me, not for anybody else, for me. This makes me feel good. This makes me happy. You know, um, if someone in my life and I, and I think I need to help them to be happy and, you know, it would make them happy to them, fine. But I am doing this for me. Right. <laughs> All right. Neville, we're going to get in your business a little bit. As I mentioned earlier, we all want to, I want to be at 50, 60, 70. And people ask me if I'm 50 or 40. I want to look this good when I get older, when I get to your age. So I want you to tell us what your routine is like. Because we can probably adopt some things from you to lead a more healthy and, you know, you might, you a might, well-balanced life. It's surprising because I'm an insomnia, so I actually don't sleep a lot. Um, I don't go to a gym. I've never been to a gym in my life. <laughs> I have a stationary bicycle at home, mm-hmm. and I tell myself I must ride it every day for at least 10 minutes. Sometimes I get both the half 45 minutes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sometimes I cannot wait for the 10 minutes come and I get up off of the bike. But I think because I've been coaching for so long, yeah, and like I... I might end up coaching seven, eight months for the year. 
So every seven, eight months for the year, almost every single day I'm on the field for three, four hours and I'm standing. So I don't have a fitness regime. When I'm not training, like in the off season, which is sometimes two, two or three months, I walk steps at, like I go to St. John's College and I walk the steps. But I don't read like I try to enter a competition. Like it's right. a casual walk and I go up the steps. But as I'm, again, this is all because I think it will help me physically and and you just ask the question, what help me, helps me physically helps me mentally. I don't want to be sitting around worrying that, oh, you know, um, and things can happen, especially in recent times. We've seen so many things happen to so many people that we love and know that, you know, suck. Yeah. Um, I just hope that what I do in my life will extend my life and not only will extend my life, but ensure that I have quality living, you know, um, my friend told me one time that I might end up by myself. You know? Well, I hope I don't end up like a room with a TV or something like that. But I want, I want what, I, what I do in my life is to, to try and, and, you know, to be around in a healthy way. Right. Uh, you mentioned some things that you stay away from. And, you know, doing reading and, and listening to, to probably other people talk about health and all of that thing, all of those things, I'd... I'd I've probably heard before that, you know, dairy isn't good for you. Probably we should stay away from meat and all of that. So you can just tell me the things that you stay away from. You know, there's this, there's a book, I think his name is Dr. Furman. Um, and he wrote a book, and in the book, he the seven foods of death and the seven foods of life. Really? And one of the things he said in the book is that dairy is the worst thing for a human. Wow. And he he kind of understands that it's not always easy to eat healthily. Himself is one thing he must stay away from is dairy. Um, and I have always had sinusitis problems, so I stay away from dairy. Um, I've never eaten pork in my life. Never? Well, my mother told me one time that I would like I would get like a ham sandwich or maybe bacon, but every time it would hurt my stomach. Oh. So me just from you know, and then we said me was Rasta man and things, so that make it worse because you know. <laughs> but I've never eaten pork um, mm-hmm. in my life. Uh, I, and I don't eat any kind of meat but seafood. Mm. I, 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 I scared of some of the seafood too because I, I, my family, uh, we have a little cholesterol problem and some of the seafood, them say, like a cholesterol injection. But again, every now and again, we just take the injection yeah. there. Yeah. And, you know? mm-hmm. um, so that's why I try to stay away from anything that will put up my cholesterol. Um, as I say, but, I, but it, I'm accustomed to it now. I eat a whole lot of salmon. Salmon is my favorite. Right. Salmon is my favorite food. I need to eat salmon every single day. I only eat one meal a day. I eat one cooked meal a day. So I either eat lunch or dinner. Um, so I don't eat breakfast, then lunch, then dinner. Because mm-hmm. as you know, I do the morning program. Uh, my first meal, my first anything in my mouth apart from a cup of tea is probably about 11, 30, 12 o'clock. And I probably have about three or maybe more than three or four cups of tea during the show, which is from six to um, 8.30. Right. And actually, that's the only time I put sugar in anything. The only time I put sugar in anything that I eat or drink is a cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Um, and I only drink like Moringa tea and um, uh, actual tea, tea, tea. not Milo tea. And, and, well, actually, and... actually, I still can. I drink <laughs> Milo every now and again. I still love Milo. But, I, but again, Chantal, I mean, and again, I would hate if anyone listening feels a boy, no? And the man, you're perfect and nobody are not wrong. That, no. I do plenty of things wrong, uh, but I still think as 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 many things as I do wrong, I would like to think I do more things right. Yeah, if, yeah. If, if that makes sense, you know. But as as I said, 
ice cream every now and again. Mm-hmm. Take a piece of chicken once in a while, you know. But I don't eat meat, and I still, you know, I still say that. So, yeah. But I repeated myself here. But if you like life like me, if you are selfish like me, and I am, then you would want to do the, the things that would make you healthy and make you alive and make you around for Hello. as long as you, you would want. That's it. Oh, wow. And I have one last question for you, Neville. What advice, well, it's a two-part question. What advice would you give to your younger self? And for all my listeners, me included, what advice would you give to us? Somebody told me years ago, do not regret what you did not do. Um, so if I see Chantal and I like Chantal, I will tell Chantal I like her. And I, when I walk up, I know I said, well, let me tell you. Yeah, but tell me say you like me. <laughs> no, but I, I, I know you understand what I said. Yeah, man. You know? So I don't want to be the rest of my life every time I see I say, oh, well, let me tell you that I like her. I wish you would have no, I will tell you that I like you. And if you say goodbye, then at least I know I didn't do it and I don't think about that. Right. Having said that, and this might not have, well, this really don't have anything to do with what we are talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, mama, was a, mama was an educator. And Mama was obsessed with education and being educated. Um, and that's all she, she dealt with, in my opinion. And it worked for her. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of my brothers went to Oxford and MIT. Wow. One of my brothers went to Harvard. Mm-hmm. One of my brothers went to New York University. My sister was a registrar at UNLV mm-hmm. many yeah, years. So yeah. it worked for her. I was a total opposite. I didn't hate school. <laughs> I hated school. I didn't want to go to school. Um, and I didn't realize how much that hurt my mother until after she died. Oh, wow. Um, because that's all she was into. And she thought the way out mm-hmm. was to be as educated as you possibly can. And probably she was and still is right. I would change that if I could. Um, but having said that, and what I would say to everyone now, mm-hmm. follow your dreams, but make those dreams, decisions with your head. Yeah. You know? Your heart have a way to carry some place. Oh, gosh. You get so happy for about three weeks, and then all of a sudden you say, oh, what happened? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so certain decisions must be made with your head, and they must be made for the right reasons. You know? Because sometimes, that's what my father said one time, so don't make a decision when you're fixed, and you're tired, and you're hungry, because you don't pay a full decision. So decisions must be made for the right reasons. So you you work with, you know, who you work with, and then you get upset with somebody, you have a good job, but you get upset with somebody, you get up and you're gone. No, that's not a, a, a good reason to leave the job. You know? mm. If there is a good reason to leave the job, then you get up and you go about your business. But if you're a Rebecca, you don't like somebody, uh, somebody don't like you, you know what I mean? Unless it's making you really, really unhappy. So I would say follow your dreams, but use your head for almost all of the decisions. You know, um, emotional decisions. My brother told me, you know, me get that word of phrase from my brother. <laughs> my brother told me one time that the control of emotion mm-hmm. is the foundation of character. Wow, repeat that you know? number. The control of emotion is the foundation of character. Wow. So, you know, when you when you, you want to ball out and you just say, no, I'm going to control myself and look at this sensibly and, yeah. you know, 
emotional intelligence. That's that's what you know. So again, I don't have many regrets, but I I I I, I am sorry that I let down my mother. I'm genuinely sorry about that. I still think though that maybe she, in my opinion, she could have done things a little bit differently as my mother. Uh, but I am deeply sorry that I did her down. And I'm pretty sure she was still proud of you. Yeah, yeah. man. We're all proud of you. We all love you. I appreciate Jamaica loves Neville. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> Neville, thank you so, so, so much Anything for, for coming you. on. Anything for I enjoyed this conversation so much. We got a lot of gems, and I know that our listeners, they are going to enjoy this. I hope so. They will. Let I'm pretty know. sure, and I will. <laughs> If them cost me don't touch them, <laughs> like that, then please let me know. Thanks to you. All right. All right, guys. So that's it for the show today. Remember, you can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Podcast Addict. Follow our page on Instagram at Who Told You That. Until next week, take care and stay safe.